0: song talk radio welcome to song talk radio the show with songwriters talking to other songwriters about the craft of songwriting we share tips tools and techniques and together we'll become better at writing songs i'm your host neil modi and with me my co-host mr phil Emery. how are you doing phil i'm very excited because i'm back on home base all my stuff, so it's
1: kind of nice to be back
0: home. Yeah, always good to be surrounded by your own stuff as opposed to someone else's stuff. <laughs> it's true. <laughs>
1: it's That's true, Your our home slowly gets filled with junk, and then you have to get a bigger <laughs> home, and then fill it with more junk, more and junk. then you get older, and then you have to get rid of your junk, and then go into a smaller home with less junk, and then eventually you go into a very small place with yes. no junk at all.
0: Well, you can sell off all your junk at that point.
1: Well that's true. But if you go to the very last place there's very little room for any junk at all.
0: Yeah. Burned if you all down. I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> Coffin. Okay. Yeah. And on and on and on that old on that thought. Note, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, please send your comments and questions to at Song Talk Radio on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram or feedback at Songtalk.ca and we'll share your thoughts on the show. And please visit songtalk.ca to see the show post for this episode and to follow links to things that we put on that website because that's what websites are all about, aren't they? It's about linking linking yes. to more stuff. I think. <laughs> And uh, just uh, another heads up, uh, boys and girls, our songwriting challenge is well underway now to write a song in a mode um, that you're not familiar with or an unusual mode, whatever that means to you. And um, yeah, feel free to start sending in your songs, folks. Um, We look forward to hearing them so we can steal your ideas because we haven't done ours yet.
1: (laughs) <laughs> don't tell people that oh, sure? did,
0: was that on the recording edit oh, <laughs> that, um, that out no but but seriously um yeah <laughs> We're, we'll be sharing our songs um sometime in in the in the near future and um and then we look forward to doing a couple of more shows um, where we share your songs the listener songs, um, which we have done the last couple of years. so mm-hmm. um, looking forward to that and everyone learning from each other and like a big happy community that we are. That's true. Absolutely. Okay, so tonight um, it's a little bit of a different uh, show, a little bit um, uh, unplanned, as um, we just heard the news, as everyone else has uh, yesterday, uh, the passing of uh, Tina Turner, the um, the the queen of rock and roll, as, yes. they, as they say. I, I was a little bit, I, I was, I was kind of surprised, actually, because I had no idea she was 83 years old, number one yes and and just that she then she was um you know in that that, that age where i just, i mean it, it's it, it, how many has there been in the last several months um
1: yeah
2: it's you
0: know, it's this it's, time
1: when all the you know the people who are you know the big stars in the 60s and the 70s will start passing away because people yeah. start to pass away at those uh at those ages and yeah. it is a bit uh yeah, it is a bit kind of sad. Like all the, you know, our heroes passing away. It's very, yeah. very annoying, you know.
0: And and as far as I'm concerned, like I, I, you know, I was a kid in the '80s, and you know, what's love got to do with it? Hit the airways, and and. Um... You know much music was around at the time but uh Toronto Rocks and whatever whatever they were playing music videos on <laughs> yeah <laughs> on, on TV before much MTV, music. MTV wasn't and, it well MTV was in the US we didn't have MTV here in Canada there was I as mean, much, it was, it was, much, much was, was much music around in 1984 i have to look that up now cuz i remember there was Toronto Rocks true? and there was there was another there was a few other things on like city tv that that oh, uh, right, music yeah. videos anyway so that hit and, and and of course you couldn't avoid it it was a huge song and um, and I guess, you know, because that was my first experience with Tina Turner, I thought, you know, that, that she must have been a new artist. But then I was much older when I discovered, you know, about her relationship with Ike Turner and how she really started in the 60s. And then, you know, her her mountain deep river high. And I was like, whoa, that's that's a pretty incredible track. And um and so, so for me, so that, I think that's part of why I was surprised because to me, she was a she was a uh, a young hip artist in the eighties, and didn't realize <laughs> that she had twenty years worth of career behind her already at that at that point. So, yeah, um, yeah, so 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 certainly that. So certainly, I mean, I I, I kind of it, it was in some ways I did kind of grow up with her because it was you know it was it was, it was she was huge in the eighties, and and that's when I was kind of absorbing everything. You know poppy that was out there michael jackson madonna tina turner was in the mix <laughs> oh yeah um, well and she was also a huge
1: um you know she was a huge star with 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 ike turner who was a terribly mm-hmm. abusive and awful yeah person you know in the in the 60s and then eventually you know left him with mm-hmm. i think like 39 cents in her pocket and wow. a mobile gas card and basically hidden a hotel across the street from where they were staying
2: Uh
1: and then and then filed for divorce and you know certainly they had a lot of success at that time Mm -hmm. and then she relaunched and that was like 76 77 and then she came back in 84 as not an especially young woman Mm -hmm. which at the time was quite unusual i mean it was Older women were not known for having those kinds of uh, resurgence in their careers in a pop sense. And of course, like I, as a kid, people sing songs and you just go, you don't really sort of think about it. You just consume this media. And it was only at one point, I assumed she was one of the great vocalists of our time who sang other people's songs like a lot of, a lot of people did, you know, Elvis Presley, Frank Sinatra, um, you know, Tony Bennett. But, but there's, you know, other um, people of that time who actually did not write songs on their own. They actually just sang and did a fantastic job. And um, I just was doing some research for tonight's show. I found out that, had, uh, that Tina Turner actually wrote a whole bunch of songs. Mm-hmm. Who wrote some songs, but actually was the the main writer for many um for many songs. So it's been quite fascinating going through her uh her career over the years.
0: And I I, I guess the ones that she, that she wrote or ones that co-wrote didn't necessarily make it to the to the pop charts. Is that why we started? Um, own, some did. Some, some did.
1: Yeah. Um, of course, I only have the stuff supplied by the kind of folks at Wikipedia, mm. but one called Nutbush City Limits, which was Uh, Released in August of 1973. Wow! That got to um, number one in Australia, number two in Switzerland, number nine in Spain and South Africa, number two in West Germany. There you go. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Which was communist at that time, I think.
0: No, uh, the West Germany was was democratic or whatever. East East Germany was the. the Okay. Right, right.
1: Um, And uh, number eighteen in Ireland. And in the U.S., got up to number four. So, okay. you know, she definitely has quite a bit of success with her songwriting um, in and of itself. Um, and this uh, nutbush is—it's kind of a more of a an, an older style. And the the stuff from 1984 is very much sounds like it was from 1984. It'd be the production and the snares
0: and oh yeah,
1: it's like I think it, I think it's the Korg M1.
0: Keyboard sound, which isn't everything. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. It's of its time. Nothing wrong it, with that. it. It's of its time, and 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 nowadays that's considered old fashioned. Yeah, because um, it's like we were saying. Um, I think on last week's show about, about you know modern songs that don't have bridges, and the bridges in some of those eighty songs are just fantastic. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Don't don't hear that very often. So I'm I'm actually curious to hear this, um to hear, to hear this, this, this song, the Nutbush, Nutbush City Limits. It doesn't roll nut off the tongue bush. very well. No, <laughs> Nut Bush Nutbush. <laughs> That's the nut word, Nutbush. Bush,
1: Nutbush, nut bush, City Limits. So I guess it's it's a semi-autobiographical uh, song uh which co- commemorates her rural hometown of Nutbush. Okay, Haywood County, Tennessee. All
0: right. Tennessee town.
1: Originally released as a sing- uh, single on United Artists Records in 73. One of the last hits that husband and Wife, R&B, R, R&B duo, Ike and Tina Turner uh, released together, although she is mm. the only songwriter listed on that. So
2: mm. do you
0: want to take a listen to that? Yeah, let's take a listen. Bush City Limits.
1: Song with that it's, like that that with that wacky um, synth line the in synth the middle of it.
0: The yeah, the little solo thing in there. Very cool. I mean, the the thing starts, and then it's it, it's like you it, it's like over the it's like in the past I've kind of taken Tina Turner for granted for a little bit, and it's like oh yeah, oh, yeah. She's a great singer, great singer. But every time you hear one of the songs, and her vocal comes in, it's just like oh my god, oh, <laughs> so yeah, much grit and soul, and just like it just like rips through you, like like no other singer quite does.
1: Well, and the thing about especially the thing about artists back then is. You know, you would get if you were signed to a label, they would send you out on tour Mm. and then you'd spend like maybe a year just playing every night and getting tight and then go in the studio. Yeah, that doesn't happen. So it's it's a lot harder to be a full time singer and go out there and sing, you know, like six nights a week and get to that level of. um the, that level of polish and, you know, because she's, yeah, her vocal deliveries are just, they just knock you off. One thing I wanted to mention, listening to that song, I was, uh, there's one of the many YouTube channels, they talk about songs that uh, changed history. Mm. And very often you'll, you'll hear this, you know, one of your favorite tunes. They said, oh, well, you know, they took a little, this, uh, this little bit from this other artist and you go, oh yeah, I guess they did. And they put it mm. into a new context. But of course, to me, it sounded brand new because I had never heard this. Yeah. This, I heard there's a Tom Waits song called 38 shells, 38 shots from a 30 odd six. Something along that line. And it has this rhythm and sort of a little boom, boom, ding. And it's the same rhythm that's in this song. Mm. Remember that little sort of ding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So it's interesting how people take bits of songs that they've heard and repurpose them into their own stuff. Mm -hmm. And for people who haven't heard the original one, they go, wow, what a great original song, but it's actually based on something else.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's. I mean, it's not. It's not totally derivative, right? You know, you're not copying. You know, everything about something else, but it it is. It is amalgamation of of probably a probably a bunch of things. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of bluesy, rocky, which is, you know, not not I want to say like terribly original, right? But it's. You know, it's 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 the way it's the way the the vocal delivery, the that funky little bass line that's oh, yeah. uh, all, all the textures and things really really make it really make it interesting. I don't know, I don't know if, I don't know if uh, yeah, I don't know if Phil Spector had a had a had a of had a, uh, a hand in the production on this one. Uh, I
1: will tell you about, um. The producers yeah, I...
0: no, he wasn't in there.
1: Producers uh, was Ike Turner. Producer was Ike Turner. I'm pretty sure Tom Waits heard this song and then took parts of it in his mm. own stuff. Is, it's great? Mm. Yeah, what it's it's yeah. really it's really wacky. I mean the the guitar is 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 quite aggressive and
0: mm, really fuzzy. So it's like a fuzz guitar. Yeah. yeah it's, got, it's got a little bit of punk punk edge to it, even.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, in '73, you know, it's uh, it's great. Mm-hmm. And you know, did pretty well on the charts, but yeah, uh, yeah she was a, an incredibly talented, talented woman, and wound up living in Switzerland.
0: Yeah, she got like honorary citizenship or something like that in in Switzerland. But um, the, the, the the thing the thing that's really interesting to me, just listening to a bunch of her stuff today, is that you know, like, 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 like you say, like artists today don't sing like that. No. Right? And I'm trying to just trying to wrap my head around on what what singing like that means. And and it, and it's interesting that like her delivery is so it, it, it's actually it's actually really really precise. It's not mm-hmm. it's not it, it's not a really old-fashioned kind of bluesy thing where it's kind of floating and 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 the sort yeah. of bending of notes and that sort of thing. It's actually like there's a lot of there's a lot of emotion in it and a lot of um Character, but mm. she's pretty pitch on. She's pretty oh, yeah. precise about her phrasing. There's not a lot of ornamentation. Yes, you know, it's it's, 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 it's pretty much as precise as you know, like a a, a pop song today, auto tuned would be. In, yeah. in those in those terms but i think it's it, i think it's the character of of her voice and the dynamic of oh, her voice yeah. that's that 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 sort of really really sets it apart because i'm, just trying, I'm just trying to try and dissect what the what the differences are yeah <laughs> between, between those things right well i always
1: maintain that you know
0: great great singers
1: have fantastic end notes if you listen yeah. to the way they they hit the ends of their words is very it's very particular you know um and you always hear the ends of the notes where I think singers who are you know not trained or you know like many of us who are who are just struggling through doing the best we can, often the last bit will sort of trail off, mm-hmm. so if we're going trail off. Huh? Yeah. You know, or, yeah, or doing yeah. the or doing the bottle thing where he sounds like he's eating too much cheese. <laughs> he sings like this. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: it works, but it's just yeah, true.
0: And, and 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 you know what? It it is a particular style. Cause I'll, I'll I'll be perfectly honest. Like we've been doing this podcast almost 10 years now. And mm. and and you were the one that actually brought that to my attention oh, so many years ago about well, pay attention to the ends of the words. And are they and are they hitting the consonants? And then I became more aware of like Broadway style singing, and yes, where they really enunciate the end of the consonants. Because right. they have to. Because they have, <laughs> to. They have to. well, I mean, in the old days they had to project to the back of a theater. So, yes. <laughs> otherwise, if it's not
1: if it's not clear, you don't know what's. You have no idea what the hell's going on.
0: Right, and 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 that's even the case today with a, and, and, and and granted, it is a style, like you mentioned, Bono. But there's many singers out there that. Oh yes. I you know Kurt Cobain I couldn't understand a word that dude was saying yeah. he, he did not hear consonants at all it's totally no. his style it's totally their thing and and more power to you right but yeah. but over the years I think I have become more attuned to it and more appreciative of when when they just kiss the consonants right it's just yeah. a light touch. all you need is a little a little light touch yeah. It's... And 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 that's enough. And you, you don't have to do a Broadway style. No, right? no. it's just it's just a matter of emphasizing it just enough in order to get in order to get the the the, the word and the meaning um yeah. a, across clearly. Um but yeah, it's a really it's a really interesting thing because because when you when, you know, if you, if you do go for vocal training, they spend a lot of time talking about vowels. Yes. <laughs> and different shapes of the mouth for this vowel sound and that vowel sound is it the back of the throat, is it in the head, Is it whatever, like, yeah. you know, all the different vowel sounds and you emphasize on the vowels and... And yeah, you kind of forget about the consonants. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but um, but yeah, with, with with Tina, like everything, everything's everything's clear. I mean, it, it's it's just the oh, right yeah. touch on, on on the consonants for because because it is a difference between yeah, Broadway and maybe pop and then even even rock. Like you don't get yeah, you know, you don't get too much consonant thing in, in rock. Rock rock tends to be very vowel heavy for the most yeah. part. Some of them, um, you know, probably more so than than pop or or yeah 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 it's true certainly or opera or something like that but um yeah
1: Yeah. so you're going to talk about um of course uh, this was from when she was still together with ike turner before the divorce and then she got divorced and then yeah reinvented herself and that's when you come and do it i guess
0: yeah i mean because i i was i was like nine years old when um when what's love got to do with it Came out and 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 you could not escape that song. It was on the radio constantly, it was on you know whatever whatever came before much music. I think in 1984, <laughs> I think MTV was out, but we didn't have that here in Canada. So maybe <laughs> not. We um yeah, so we had to we, we had to go with CTV and Toronto Rocks and. There was a couple of other shows on City TV, I think, that that played music videos at the time, and 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 yeah, it was a cl- it was a classic video and a classic song, and um, yeah, I'll just play a little bit of it because it was, this was really my my very first taste of of Tina Turner.
2: folks react, that it's only the thrill of boy meeting girl, i possess a track. It's physical, only logical, you must try to ignore that in
0: Couldn't you couldn't escape that at the, at the time? It was it was funny. I I, I watched the um uh, Rick Beato on YouTube did a did a live stream yesterday. Oh, right. just talking about Tina Turner. And one of the people in the in the comments section on the YouTube was like, my sixteen. I told my sixteen year old daughter, uh, Tina Turner just passed away, and she was like, "Who's Tina Turner?" yeah that's it's true like much education needs to be doing here true. So for you kids out there
1: <laughs> by the way much music the canadian uh uh-huh. rock tv uh station launched august 31st 1984
0: okay there you go all right so it may very well have been yeah that doesn't mean i started watching it right away
1: well no <laughs> but it's it's um she had so many hits, actually, you know, in the 80.
0: Yeah. Um and, and-, I, I, and I totally remember when Mad Max 3 Beyond Thunderdome came out because because me and my friends thought it was the coolest thing that a oh, yeah. pop star was acting in this movie. And, and, and she was the only memorable thing about that film, as far as I remember. That's true. You know, the rest of the film, whatever, <laughs> there was a dome and people were fighting and I did not know who Mel Gibson was even at the time. But I just thought it was so awesome that Dean Turner was in this movie.
1: <laughs> I mean, she had some uh, tough times in between, you know, 76 and 83. You know, she was not making a lot of money and definitely having some, some challenges. But uh, she became a huge, huge star in... Uh, from eighty three to you know to two thousand, and you know was in movies and sold ten million copies of her records and yeah. absolutely amazing, amazing voice and amazing delivery and has made
0: a a great uh, name for herself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely should never be never be forgotten. And um, yeah, and 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 it and it is interesting to go back and 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 discover which which song she had a hand in writing. Yeah. It's always, it's always, always an interesting question to me because we're, we're always, you know, we're more concerned with singer songwriters, especially on this podcast. And then through this yeah. podcast, my, my listening experience has been mostly singer songwriters last several years now. And, mm. and I'm always interested in, in how they wrote the song. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, and, and I, and I don't know if, if it's still a thing these days. Um, maybe probably more and more in the pop world where there's a committee of people. Um, writing a song and then the singer sings it and and that's kind of it. Although from what I have heard, that's more about people didn't actually have a
1: hand in writing it. They actually mostly do that just so they get points, you know, some shares of the royalties. So, um, and I've heard rumors that Beyonce is quite known for this, that she may not have any hand in the writing of the song but she gets credit for singing it and people who write it go well that's fine because they'll make so much money off of her you know even a portion and of the voice, royalties yeah. they'll still get something so
0: yeah 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 it, the, it's the, kind the, of a tough thing. yeah the, the other thing i heard um uh the follow from this um ed sheeran uh marvin Gaye thing a couple of weeks ago was that sometimes they'll just credit They'll credit songwriters that they know they borrowed from. Ah, uh, right. Right. And just and to avoid any lawsuits, to avoid any complication, just, you know, put them in the royalty bank <laughs> and credit that songwriter from however many years ago it was. Just put them on the list.
1: That's <laughs> so probably f- quite smart, actually. That's a nice way of doing it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Why not? I mean, you know, yeah. give, give, give credit, especially, especially if you know, yeah, okay. I, I picked that riff, that little melody from Elton John, Fine. Yeah. Alan <laughs> John was a call writer.
1: <laughs> well, that's true. because, I mean, all, all artists b- borrow from other people, you know, it's mm-hmm. uh, that's part of it. But uh, of course, when money gets involved, things get things get ugly.
0: Things get ugly and complicated and, and weird. But, um,
1: well, you're talking about people who passed away, the bass player for the
0: Smiths. Yeah. I, I, I thought you would have you felt that one. I, I didn't know the dude's name, but. <laughs>
1: yeah i was um quite surprised because he was quite young yeah you know um and uh yeah so it's you know i'm just thinking you know if, if my heroes could stop passing away for a while that'd be great because it's, it's <laughs> yeah, be a it could bit... be like
0: six months or so without um what, 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 what was his name the, the basis from the smiths you remember his name either you were a big smiths fan
1: Yes, um, of course. I know Johnny Marr and uh, Morrissey. Yeah, I
0: Johnny Marr and Morrissey. Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Andy Rourke, I believe. Yeah, Andy Rourke. Andy Rourke. Okay. Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing him. A few people on Facebook were posting about it, and I was like, oh, Phil, pro- Phil probably felt that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I certainly, I certainly love the Smiths, and um, never felt that uh, Morrissey really ever achieved. The same levels with his solo stuff uh, because I think they—he was an amazing bass player and um, you know along with Johnny Marr they just made some great stuff.
0: But Mm.
1: uh, yeah, oh yeah, he died at the age of fifty-nine.
0: Oh geez, yeah, yeah, young.
1: Yeah, it can be a a scary, scary world sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. for sure. But yeah, it's 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 totally true. You get the right you get the right bass player in there, and oh yeah. Just don't take it for granted.
1: Well, you know, bands are magical. It's, um... It's... You get the right amount of people and it's, there's just magic and you replace someone and it's just never the same.
0: Yeah, It's a true. very
1: strange thing, you know? No.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. call it chemistry, knows. Chemistry. right? well, it's true. It, it is so. true. We I mean, just, so. just jive with you.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, very so you know, um, our, uh... Condolences go out to um, you know, Tina Turner's family and her, and her husband. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, her yeah. and her fans. And her uh, fans. And yeah, her stuff will uh, linger on for, for many years yet.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. You're not going to forget that voice. You're not going to forget. And such a unique voice, too. You're not yes. going to mistake her for anybody else. Yeah. Ask for a present. I mean, who really sings like that?
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty amazing more- stuff. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Okay. Alrighty. All right. So, yeah, I'll keep it short and tight today. Um, Yeah. That's about it for us. Um, This has been Song Talk Radio. Special thanks to you, Phil, for (laughs) joining. joining, And and special thanks to to Tina Turner and all her, her great music. And, um... Will be forever remembered. Um, we want to hear from you too, so send us your comments, uh, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram uh, at Song Talk Radio. Send us an email feedback at songtalk.ca. Uh, be sure to check out our YouTube channel for live performance videos and full episodes, and subscribe today to the Song Talk Radio podcast on your favorite podcast provider. And you can find links to all the stuff we mentioned on the Song Talk Radio on our resources page. And please join us our next monthly Song Talk Meetup. Whether you're in Toronto for in-person and meetups or anywhere in the world for our online meetups. It's free to join on meetup.com and free to attend the meetup. Bring a song and a lyric sheet and get constructive feedback from other songwriters. Stop by songtalk.ca for the link. You can follow me at neilmodi.com. You can follow Phil PhilEmery.ca perfect and thanks for listening everyone be sure to stop by the website songtalk.ca to browse past shows and find out how you can be a guest thanks for tuning in and keep Keep on on writing. writing